This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host today, Super Vegan Brian, and I am joined by David the Bald the Third. Hey, everybody. Cursey Smurferica. Cursey Smurferica. Cursey Smurferica is muted. Cursey Smurferica. Off the planet. <laughs> so where did the portal send you this time? <laughs> I mean, apparently there's some lag time. Well, according to the portal, it it didn't it didn't affect Arca this time. It it did something. It like found some kind of breach in the DNA, and it it hit a different target. But I don't know what target that is yet. But we are joined by a very special guest this morning. The nieces. Hi with guys, the most- I'm back. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the nieces with the mostest. Um, Amoeba Oi. is here. And um, hello. It's Tem for hello. It's what language? Tem. I'm very fluent in Tem, which is why my which is why my nickname at school is Temmy. What's Tem? Tem is a language from Undertale. Uh, oh, you you I'm should have known the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> He set it up so she could knock it down. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Apparently. Um, so, I'm, Amoeba, for, I wonder what for, we, listeners, I want- for, for listeners who don't know you, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Chrissy Smurf Erica's daughter, and I am also the Rusty Nail's daughter, and I am also Super Vegan Brian's daughter. I mean, niece. Can we redo this? Can we redo this? No, that gets left in. In and out. Bye. <laughs> that was good. Oh, my God. That was sweet. All right, everybody. Uh, stay dirty, stay informed, and stay awesome. <laughs> I'm just very disturbed by the math. <laughs> <laughs> Amoeba, you are oh, now an official podcaster. Oh, you're an official made, podcaster, kiddo. You yeah. have made a mistake. Up. That's what we, we do. All Calm do down. It all it's fine. Oh, okay. It's so funny. It was a very cute mistake. It was great. We are all we, we are all happy about it. We are not making fun of you. Don't worry. Nobody is making fun of you. I couldn't hear. I literally took off my headphones. Nobody's making fun of you. You're a real podcaster now because you screwed up. So yep. calm yep. down. Oh, trust Wait. me. 
I have called David Michael so many times. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, we don't even look that much alike. You both wear glasses. Yeah. I wear glasses. That, that, that's about I it. Wear glasses. Yeah, but I don't think of either of you as wearing glasses because I don't know you predominantly as glasses wearers. And that's I true. I can barely see without glasses at this point. Yeah, I've worn glasses. That is not true. Six, so. I, mean, I meant read. Yeah, you can barely read without them, and I wish you would wear them when you were reading. Well, we have brought Amoeba on. We had no topic planned, but I came up with one because of what's going on. We are breaking our rules and actually going to date ourselves and talk about the COVID-19 pandemic and how we're, you know, most of us are under, I think all of us are under shelter-in-place orders, and we're going to talk about the stuff we're going to, we're doing to basically enjoy ourselves and still be nerdy during this time so but first but first we're gonna play everybody's favorite game what's nerdy with you what's where we all think you? about the nerdiest thing that we've done in the last two weeks and then we will vote using the patented mike myler system and um because maybe you are our guest you get to go first so what's nerdy with you oh what's nerdy with me is i watched xena warrior princess nice mm-hmm and that's my nerdy thing. Okay, you got to tell him. You got to tell him the whole story. All right. So the whole story is: I was sitting at the kitchen table working, and she was dressed up like a ninja in the backyard. Like had some nunchucks and was like flailing around and stuff. And I, I looked at the Ender Dragon in another dimension, Mom. Yeah. Well, I'm not in your head. I don't know that. So all I see is her like flailing nunchucks around and dressed up like a ninja in the backyard. And so I turned and I said, hey, how's it going, war- ninja warrior princess? And she was like, mom, I'm not a princess. And I was like, hold your role. I was like, warrior princess echoing. is the coolest thing ever. You're echoing, mom. I She's echoing for you echo. because you're close, but I don't hear an echo. Yeah, I don't, I don't hear yeah. an echo either. Nobody hears it but you, kiddo. If if I was echoing Brian, that's his job is to watch the levels. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's only because I had hey, one for all we know, an echo. If for all we know, an echo is going to show up on the recording later. But how close are you guys to each other? She's on the other side of the house. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah, you should be fine. She's probably yeah. just hearing you talk. She is. Yeah, She's I hearing just you like... talk in the real and then hearing it on the headphones. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, the story. Anyways, I was like. Hey, Ninja Warrior Princess. And then she got all upset that I called her a warrior princess. And I was like, you need to slow down because uh, Xena Warrior Princess was the coolest ever. And then she was like, what? Who's that? So then I showed her uh, some like clips of Xena Warrior Princess, like kicking ass and taking names. And then uh, the contractor that was here finishing the kitchen was hearing our conversation He's like, oh, I love that show when I was a kid. I was like, yeah, me too. And then I explained to him why she, why we were watching, and he goes, man, he goes, Wonder Woman's a warrior princess. And I was like, yeah, her too. <laughs> so that's how she ended up watching Xena Warrior Princess. What do you think of the show? Honest opinion or sugar coated? Yeah, I honest, always honest. Uh, well, I liked the battle at first, but then it felt like it got a bit repetitive. I can see that. I can anyway. definitely see that. How much did you watch? Uh, well, I only showed her like the fight scenes, like the like the really big fight scenes. So 
I think she probably watched about 15 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not you sure. Gotta watch, you got to watch a whole episode one of these days. It, it's a good show. Okay. I don't know yeah, how it ages. Is. I haven't watched it in a while. And actually, it's not too bad. It's very, it's, it's, it's very Sam Raimi campy. So, you know, it's, you know, it's still that. But, but here's the thing is she watches the whole thing. And at the very end, they have like the smart ass joke where like, because uh, the whole idea was Gabrielle was dying of a poison and Xena saved her and took out like 50 guys doing it and got her the antidote. And at the end, she just looks at her. She goes, you still owe me a pair of boots. And that's the part Amelia thought was hilarious. And she was just like laughing. She goes, that was the best part of the whole thing. And I was like, that's why you have to watch a whole episode, because the whole thing is a smart ass series of jokes just like that. And I still couldn't convince her to watch like a whole thing. No, I'm I'm going to work on this, too, because it's a great show. It's worth watching. Okay, and it's so part of a it's part of a TV universe. It actually was a spinoff of is. the Hercules show. Yep, that's right. OK, so um, I'm not sure if that counts for a what's going to do with me thing. I, I don't know. I, I think I it does. Why wouldn't yeah, it count? Of That's it incredibly nerdy. It's an old TV show. Okay, because I've got a few other nerdy things I've been up to. Well, you know, you are you are your mother's daughter. Feel free to share. I I'm not sure how nerdy this is, but I've been watching this creepy pasta series called. Oh yeah, that's nerdy. It's a let's play. It's called it's called Petscop, and Petscop is the scariest game you will never play. Because mm. these people just went out of their way and created a whole game just to share their creepy pasta, and they never published the game. How do you s- pet scop? Pet, yeah, like pet cop. It's this really depressing thing. It's like about this father abusing his children in in all of an effort to reverse his friend Tiara. Okay, I have I have that saved. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's like all of this. It's like all of the family issues, and like they're the divorces, and his name is Marvin, and he kidnaps his own daughter, and runs experiences experiments on them in his school basement. Creepy. And whatever he's doing to them down there turns him into L- NLM status. I love the idea that they made a whole game just to make a creepy pasta. That's cool. And so NLM, so there's, so in pet shop, children have three forms. A, perfectly happy and healthy. B, slightly sad or upset. And NLM, which which is short for nobody loves me. Did you, did you hear about the game through MadPack? Yes. Yeah. Because that's the first video that popped up when I looked it up. (laughs) That pet's awesome. That's pretty cool. You got you got a couple of good ones. I like the nostalgia of Xena, and I like the the creepypasta. Creepypasta is definitely what one of those things kids are into nowadays. Um, David, what's nerdy with you? Um, well, I've been deemed essential, so I've actually still been going to work every day. Um, other than that, I've been playing a lot of WoW. Um, I had to switch my D and D games over to online format because we can't meet in person anymore. So, yeah, it's been a lot of trying to figure out how Roll20 works a lot better than I know how before. So that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty much my learning curve. It is. Once you start building macros and really getting it down, it gets easier and easier. I'm sure, because when you look at it, it's it's not very friendly to someone who's never used it before. <laughs> There's a lot they just throw at you all at once. 
but yeah, it's a really good. It's a really good. It's the best of the tabletop simulator services that I've seen so far. Yeah, so. I, I I would think it's the best like free service without paying anything for sure. Yeah, yeah, and I already pay enough for D and D Beyond and other stuff, so I don't need to keep. Oh my it. I don't god, need to pay more. D and D will be Beyond will be coming up when I share my nerdy thing. Oh, oh okay. my god, cool. I was like, holy shit. Uh. Yeah, well, I got lucky, and they had a Black Friday sale last year that was uh, just about all the content I didn't already own for very, very cheap, so I just went and bought it. So now I own almost everything on D&D Beyond. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so that's my nerdy thing. I've been doing much. I've been going to work, coming home, gaming, going back to work. (sighs) Uh, um, uh, Amelia, sorry, not Amelia. Um, uh, uh, Erica, what's nerdy with you? I'm tired. It's early. (laughs) No, we get it a lot, actually. So, um, I have also been deemed essential um, because I work in the legal field, um, but not as an attorney, just as a a research support to attorneys. So, um, I have spent uh, my time working from home, so I do get to do the remote work, which I have to say, I, I really enjoy rolling out of bed at eight o'clock and powering on my laptop, and then I'm at work. And while I'm there, I can still make a cup of coffee and sit down and drink it and get through my email. So it's really nice. Um, but I'd say the nerdy thing with me actually has to relate to my job because everything that's been going on, um, I have spent, I have been busier now than I think I have ever been in my job. Uh, trying to help attorneys figure out the new stimulus package and how it affects the businesses that they represent and individuals and everything like that. So much so that I found myself at one o'clock last night still doing research on how it's going to affect uh, tax brackets and (laughs) things like that. And at one o'clock, I realized, A, I should probably go to bed and B, this is probably the nerdiest thing I've done all week Um, because I wasn't even at work. It wasn't even on the clock. I thought past my head and I jumped in and started doing legal research for no reason other than I had to answer the question that I had in my head. So, yeah, there's that. What I thought was going to be my nerdy thing until that happened to me last night is uh and brian knows this well i hate reality shows i hate them i hate them i hate them um but i got sucked into watching the love is blind reality show on netflix and i only made it to like episode four before i had to skip all the way to the end to figure out how it ended because it was just too cringy for me to watch which is why i don't like reality shows i don't like the like watching people fight on screen and shit. Like that's the, that's that's why I don't like them. That makes me uncomfortable. Um, but it's the first reality show that I have been sucked into since the very first season of Survivor. So I've gone all these years without watching any reality shows until until this week. So that was the thing I thought was going to be nerdy. That's it. What's the concept of the show? Uh, the concept of the show is <clears throat> that. They take a bunch of guys and a bunch of girls. And I think they were all from Georgia. Um, like, I don't think they were all born in Georgia, clearly, because throughout the show, you you realize some of them were like, you know, are originally from Chicago and stuff. But I think they took a bunch of people from the same area. 
is what it looks like. Um, and you have like 30 guys on one side of this house and 30 girls on the other side of this house. And then they spend 10 days going on blind dates where they never see the other person. They've set up these pods um, where there's like this blue glass wall between them that's all cloudy so you can't see, but it allows them to hear each other. Um, and they just have conversations. And they just keep having conversations and going on dates with the people that they feel a connection to until they feel it. So, so only six couples came out of this out of 60 people. Um, but until they, they think they want to like personalize their lives and then they propose without ever seeing the person. So they propose they're still in these pods where they don't see each other. Um, and then they get to be introduced to each other and they get the option to say no again. Right. So like now you've fallen in love with this person, you've never seen them. And now you get to, you know, meet them in person. Are you still attracted to them? So they get a second time to basically say no. And then they go on like this romantic getaway so that the emotional connection can become physical and then they get like three weeks to plan their wedding and the show pays for the wedding. And then the question is, are they still going to say I do at the end of those three weeks? Because now they're living together and they're having to meet each other's families and blah, blah, blah. And that's the part I couldn't watch. I couldn't watch like the real world part because like there was a lot of fighting and I hate it. Um, and then at the end, the very last episode is, well, okay, second to the last episode is who ends up saying I do. So they all have their weddings. And then some people standing there say that they don't instead of I do. So they get all the way to the wedding part before they like decide whether or not they're going to be with the person. And then the very last episode was you check back in with everybody that was in the experiment a year later to see are they still married? Uh, for the people that decided to not get married, how they're doing, are they still friends, etc. Because it was like a social experiment. It, and I think that's, I'm not saying there wasn't like actual TV drama played in there, which is why I couldn't watch that stuff. But I really enjoyed like the social experiment part of it. I think that's what actually got me interested. Cool. I like that. That was a nice analysis. I like that. Thanks. Did you watch it? No. No, I I saw it when this reality show. Now nah, I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> see, see, that's what I did. And then one of my coworkers was telling me they were watching it, and it was super interesting because they never see each other to see who opens up and how they open up and watch people connect. I will tell you at the end of it that they they had a pretty darn good success rate with people still being married a year later. All things considered, I was really, really surprised. So, anyways, that was it. Cool. Yeah, it's a, I, I don't watch TV, so. No, well, it's Netflix. Is it really TV? Oh, okay. I yeah, okay. I haven't. I'm not a big fan of reality shows, so. Me like, I used to watch. I, I used to watch Survivor. I used to watch a couple other things. I really did enjoy The Amazing Race. Yeah, I also I liked that know. short-lived show, The Mole. That one was fun. I have no idea. I've never even heard of that one. I, I watched like uh, I watched the you so you want to be a superhero on Sci-Fi Channel. Oh, that one was good. They had Manfe on, on the first season for a little while, or in the 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 they doing the opening interviews. I was really interested in it until I figured out that everybody was actors and the whole thing was super scripted. Yeah, 
And that's why I don't watch reality shows. All that like drama and stuff is just like I can't I can't say that the drama that was happening wasn't scripted because the way they shot it and everything, like even if it was a real fight between people or whatever, like the way they shot it was so like cut and like TVS that I'm like, I don't know if what I'm watching is like legit or they scripted it. So I'm not really interested. All I was really interested in, and and this is why I skipped to the end, is I was interested in the experiment itself. Can you fall in love with a person without ever seeing them? And does that work out in the end? So all the TV drama in the middle was just, that's a waste of space for me. So, but Brian, what's nerdy with you? Well, I was, you know, I, I did the same thing that David did. I'm, I'm, I haven't actually done it yet, but I'm working on virtualizing my, my role play, my game that I run. Um, but the real thing I want to share is um, I binged every British TV special of Discworld. What is that? So Discworld was... Wow, uh, really? All of them? I, I watched Hogfather, Color of Magic, and Going Postal. Very cool. Yeah. I'm going to go with, what was that? What are you talking so, about? So Discworld is a series by Terry Pratchett. Um, you'd know Terry Pratchett as the guy who co-authored um, Good Omens with uh, Neil Gaiman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a a series of fantasy novels written that started in like '86, I think, or maybe even earlier. Um, they started so with the novel. Yeah, they're books that were made in that were very popular in Europe, and they had holiday TV specials based on. Oh, oh, um, David, I watched all the animated stuff too. Oh, uh, the animated yeah. stuff could be fun. Yeah, the only thing I didn't do to make it like crazy was I didn't go back and like play the PlayStation games. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I did something similar. I'm not done. Okay. So, um I um I watched all the series and I'll, I'll explain Discworld. Ugh. Um so Discworld is a world that is a flat earth. It's a disc that sits on top of four elephants. Um, on top of a giant space turtle. What? And basically the best way to describe this series is it's a comedy fantasy series that parodies a lot of fantasy. Mm. And, but it takes itself seriously in its own world. Um, but there's very clever puns, very clever wordplay, very clever satire and commentary. Um, the... The aesthetic of the series, I would call it fantasy. There's also some steampunk. The main city in the world is very Victorian, um, but there's a College of Wizardry, the Unseen University, which is actually based on the Invisible University, which was like a science university in real world. Um, real world exists in Terry Patrick's universe because Earth is called Round World and Discworld is called Discworld. Um the I, I, to top off the nerdy thing, I started I, I, I got Color of Magic and started reading it. I'm I'm about quarter way in at this point. There um, are but, 41 novels. You yeah. read all of these? No, I just I watched all the miniseries. I watched all the movies. Oh, I watched the movies and just started the books. I'm on the first book now. Got it. The so Color the, of Magic, apparently. So the movies are um um 
there's two animated movies, Weird Sisters and um oh gosh, I can't think of the name of the other one. Um Yeah, I can't. Is it Mort? Um it's based on Mort. Uh Soul Music. Soul Music is actually the second book of the Mort series. Um but they they did two animated they did um Weird Sisters and then Soul Music. Then they did um Hogfather, Color of Magic, and then Going Postal. Um, Color of Magic actually stars Sean Astin. Oh, okay. And um, I Sam watched them. I watched them Lord in the Springs. wrong order. I actually watched Going Postal first because I found out about this Going Postal thing that came out in 2010, and I was like, "That looks cool. I'm gonna watch that." And about halfway through, I went, "This sounds like Discworld," and I was like, "Holy shit, this is Discworld! I didn't know that." And then, um. After I watched it, I was like, that's really good. You know, I've been ignoring these Discworld movies for a long time. I'm going to watch them. So I watched Color of Magic, and I was like, that's Sean Astin. Holy crap. This is actually a pretty good production. I watched the whole thing, and then I watched um, Hogfather, which was also really good. Um, Going Postal is about a con artist who is sentenced to be the postmaster. And um, there's this communication service called the Clax, which is kind of a steampunky um it's a steampunky telegraph in that it it's an analog telegraph a person types on a typewriter and it pulls these strings which um uses the it it the the typewriter triggers patterns on these reflective towers that are all over the kingdom and the towers communicate with each other and that's how they send long distance message and mm. the, the the clax is run by a corrupt owner and the con artist has to bring the post office back and the post office is in like involved with the clax and there's some cool like little things like there's there the the clax is sort of like the internet and there's actually like hackers like steampunk hackers it 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 was cool um and then color of magic is about the first tourist and the first tourist is going to the town and a wizard has to be his tour guide and they end up they end up going on all sorts of adventures, including going over the, the edge of the disc, and then they have to save the world. It's 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 really cool. And then Hogfather is about the Discworld's version of Santa Claus. The Hogfather um, goes missing, and Death has to take over the Hogfather's place. And basically, the the story is Death has to be Santa Claus for a night. Oh, all right. Yeah, but yeah, there's. I, I had heard you had said 41. I had heard that there were 43 books because there's lots of miniseries within Discworld. There's also books that are connected to Discworld that probably count as part of it. Um, um, but, I, that was on Terry Pratchett's website. It says there's officially 41 books in the collection. So, um. Well, knowing Terry Pratchett, he might, you know, Terry Pratchett notoriously gives unreliable information. So, you oh. know, there's probably discussion among the fans over how many books there actually are. Um, it's possible. I, there's a new BBC America series that's yeah. been in planning for a while called The Watch, which is actually based on the Guards, Guards, Guards series of Discworld novels that's supposed to come out. But, yeah, there's this whole cinematic universe of Discworld movies that I'd never watched before because I don't, I'm not from England. And... I'd never really knew about them, and I I'd heard about them kind of in the background, but never really was into them. But like Color of Magic has Tim Curry in it. Oh, I do love me some Tim Curry. Yeah, it it 
it very surprisingly good. Christopher Lee is the voice of death in the um in um Color of Magic. Um Christopher Lee was the voice of death in the animated series, but they got a different actor to do it in Hogfather. Gotcha. But Terry Pratchett was heavily involved and there's actually a lot of controversy about the new series because Terry Pratchett passed away, so there's a lot of controversy that they're gonna make it bad. I am but, looking right now on Audible because I prefer to use Audible so I can multitask and stuff. I was like, oh, I'll I'll listen to the first book. And they have it, but they're not allowed to sell it in the U.S. That makes sense. How does that make sense? I was able to find Color of Magic on Audible. I'm looking at it right now. Not oh. available for the U.S. Oh, that stinks. If you find, well, send me the link that you have. Maybe it's a different one. I don't know. I, well, I'll do that at some point. Anyway, that was my nerdy thing. I, I, I delved into Discworld, and now I have started a new series, and I'm excited to read everything. I'm going to go through the whole thing. So we'll see how long it takes. I'm I haven't glad. read anything in a while, so yeah. I did something similar. Um, What did you do? I binge-watched every Toy Story short. Ooh, that's a good one. I did that a little while ago, too. Nice. I binge trust every Toy Story short on Disney+. Plus. Forky asks a question. That's, that's, those are my favorites. My favorite is Forky asks a question, what is cheese? <laughs> they my favorite. That's my I favorite. I finally watched Toy Story 4 not that long ago. I want to see Onward, but you can, you can, you can only purchase it, and it's 10, it's 10 bucks. And I, you know, I'm watching it by myself probably or, you know, where we can't justify it when we can rent other movies for cheaper. Uh, I'm sorry, not 10 bucks, 20 bucks. If it was 10 bucks, probably be interested. Yeah, yeah, but they're trying to. Okay, so they're trying to make up their money in the box office, right? That's how they do it. I get it. 20 bucks is actually (laughs) not bad because if two people go to the movies, it's generally about 30 bucks, right? So I feel like they tried to find like the median because there can be like eight people or more if you have a big family watching the movie for 20 bucks where they would have gotten like 15 bucks ahead in the theater. So unless we want the movie industry to collapse, we're going to have to support it in the way that we would in a theater. Because I don't know about you, but all the theaters are shut down in Ohio, period. Like, shut down. They they fired everybody, including my friend Marcus that worked at the theater for 20 years. And if they're not rehired, like, they're not furloughed or anything. They're, they literally said, we have to let you go. So if they're not back up and running in three months, he loses his tenure. Which I think is complete crap. And I told them if they do that, don't don't work there again. But they're not even sure. They're telling them right now that they're not even sure that they'll be able to open. So if we don't support that we want to see these movies, then I see something really terrible happening to the theater industry. That's just my two cents on that. Well, that's a good point. Well, time for voting. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. Sorry. Didn't mean to get serious on you. Um, Let's do this quickly because we're a good 30 minutes in. Um, Amoeba, you have five widgets. Who do you give them to? I want to give... hmm, Let me do a division problem real quick. 
hey, I'm your mom, but do not feel obligated to give me widgets because I'm your mom. Give them to who you think deserves them. No, there's no wink, wink, nudge, nudge. She knows I'm serious. No, no, I was wink, wink, nudge. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so if I do that, okay, so I want to give two to Uncle Brian, two to David. Oh, thank you. And one to Mom. That was very diplomatic of you. Extremely. Well done. David! Uh, I am going... Sorry. (laughs) I am going to give two to Erica, two to Amoeba, one to Brian, and then Anthony is going to give all five of his to Amoeba. (laughs) Uh, Erica, how about you? I am going to give uh, one to you, because I know how difficult it is learning a new system and trying to keep your game going i mean even even in the real right it's like hard to get people in the same house so going the extra mile to yeah this group everybody this group we've actually been very very fortunate we've only had to cancel one of our weekly sessions so yeah it's 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 incredible (laughs) yeah i usually keep mine going by offering them food Mm. Like, I'll make, like, a big thing of, like, pulled pork or something like that. And then they're like, oh, that's right. I get to go play games, drink beer, and eat delicious food. It's really work. Yeah. It's very, very good way to bribe your players. I don't have a a choice whether to go or not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That is true. One to David. I'm going to give... Two to Brian, because I am very interested in this disc world that I had never heard of before. Uh, and now I get to figure out how to get my hands on the books, because I always read books before I watch shows. Uh, I hate doing it the other way around. Smart. Um, and then I'm going to give my last two to Amelia, because I love that she didn't just do the pre-teen teenager thing of rolling her eyes and like whatever mom when i tried to show her xena warrior princess she actually was very thoughtful and while i think you know today's tv definitely is more um flashy than what we grew up with she she did take the time to really give it a chance and i do appreciate that so thank you brian he's muted again I am muted. I am going to give all five of my widgets to Anthony because I think it's very nerdy for him to ah. participate in this podcast that he's not on. <laughs> <laughs> well, well played, sir. Well played. And um, the winner would be Amoeba. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so, uh, man, what have I, what has science done? We are all in a time in history. We are in a historic moment. Um, You know, like um, my mom was when she was a kid, she went through the Cuban Missile Crisis and she said it was a really scary time for her. And I, you know, I always wondered what that would have been like. And now with the uh, as as the Chinese proverb was, uh, may you live in interesting times. Yes. The the Chinese curse. (laughs) Same difference. May you live in interesting times. Um, 
<laughs> we are definitely an interesting time, but you know, as nerds, we generally make the best of whatever situation we're in. I mean, heck, um, J.R. Tolkien wrote his books while in the while in the trenches in World War One. So if he could create that from the horrible stuff that he went through, um, I mean, he he lost like all but one of his friends and still managed to create something that were basically make makes him immortal. We're doing all sorts of cool stuff with our time while we're either working from home or um, having to work in skeleton crews or, you know, having to be careful and stay six feet away from everybody. Like David had said, he he had to virtualize all his games. Um, There's all sorts of cool stuff we can do um, to, you know, keep ourselves going and keep ourselves nerdy through these times. So um, we're going to do this the way we've been doing it. Um, I have a list of questions in the outline. We do not have to stick to those. Um, we can ask any question we want, but um, I'm just going to start off with um, going over the round robin real quick so we all know it. So I'm going to be asking Amoeba a question. Amoeba is going to be asking David a question. You got that, Amelia? Yep. All right. David is asking Erica, and Erica is asking me. Um, oh, I've we'll got a probably... question that might be more appropriate for you, Uncle Brian. Okay. Well, we 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 after we go through the order once, the second time we go through, we can change up the order a little bit. Okay. Um, so uh, my question for you, Amoeba, is um, what is your favorite indoor activity? My favorite indoor activity Mom probably can already call this one, but I'm going to have to say my favorite indoor activity is, well, I've got two favorites. Watching, watching MatPat, obviously, and I also like watching movies with my little sister. Oh, that's sweet. I know you really, really do, though. I know you're not just being sweet. What, what's the most recent movie you watched with her? Oh, actually, just yesterday. We watched Hotel Transylvania last night. How many times has she seen that now? Uh, like half a, like a dozen. <laughs> Two dozen. <laughs> Does she... I know I've seen it a trillion times. Do you know what her favorite parts are? Uh, I don't know. She she keeps a neutral face the whole time. Yeah. Does she? Does she ever like howl when the when the werewolf kids come out or anything like that? Oh, sometimes she does. I think that every part with Winnie in it is her favorite because her middle name is Winnie. Well, we her her middle name Jordan is Winnie, and she loves howling and saying she's a wolf. <laughs> That's cute. That that being able to spend time with your sister and enjoy things like that is a really good thing to do during this time. The best so, part is so into the movie she doesn't she doesn't pull my hair or beat me up. Hey! Oh, bonus. <laughs> um. So Amelia. Um, what is your question for David? Um, and it can be the same one if you can't think of anything. Uh, okay. Um, David, what's your favorite indoor activity? Because I can't think of anything. Well, uh, staying indoors is not a hardship for me at all. It's kind of what I do regularly. So... <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite indoor activities, I love playing video games. I'm on my computer practically every hour of the day. I'm not asleep or at work. 
So uh, I I I play video games a lot. I watch a lot of videos. I I've always been on my computer doing whatever I'm doing. It's it's my main access to the outside world. Oh, so my favorite video game is Kirby Dynablade. What's yours? Uh, if I have to pick one, I'd have to say World of Warcraft would be my overall favorite. I've been playing it for 11 years. <laughs> really? I've yeah. Been, I've been in Kirby Dynablade like over 12 times. Wow. That's a lot. Like, I think we're in, I think we're at 20. Wow. That's considerably more than 12. That's, wow, that's, that's a lot. I'm impressed. All right, uh, Erica, how do you socialize when you can't interact with your friends in person? He socializes with me. <laughs> I do. Um, the benefit of all of this is I have actually got to spend a lot more one-on-one time with Amelia, um, which we don't generally get to do a lot because, um, you know, I'm not working from home and she's at school. So uh, during the day... Um, one of the two grandmas has Rowan, and Daddy's at work, so it's just me and Amelia in the house all day together, oh, which is nice. And the contractor who finished the bathroom, so won't be here anymore. I saw but, those pictures. That looked that looks beautiful. Oh, thank you. I was so excited. <laughs> I can't so a dream bathroom. Oh man, that looks yeah. so cool. Well, uh, something I learned from my dad, and Brian can attest to this, is. If you're going to do something, just do it right the first time. Agreed. So I, when we were picking out the tile and trying to figure out what we wanted it to look like, I knew that whatever I did is what I wanted it to look like for the next 20 plus years. So I wasn't going to pick something like I wasn't going to half-ass it because I didn't want to spend a lot of money or anything like that. So Yeah, I don't know what happened to have it being Tulu-themed and then Totoro-themed. I changed my mind. That's what happened. <laughs> I do wish we had a Totoro bathroom. Uh, it will be Totoro. I ordered the shower curtain. Calm down. Nice. Okay. So, uh, but Amelia and I have, we've been able to spend a lot of time together. Now, uh, as a parent, uh, there's only so much time you can spend with your kid. You have to interact with adults or you go insane. <laughs> yes. Um, and I am lucky enough that I am really good friends uh, with the people that I work with. So uh, I emailed my boss on Thursday and said, uh, hey, you know what we need to do? We need to have a group chat happy hour. And she Ooh, agreed with me. That's a good idea. <laughs> so uh, yesterday we took the last hour and a half of the day. And we all sat in front of our computers with the video on. That was the requirement. Uh, and sat there and drank together for an hour and a half. <laughs> ah, nice. So, oh, so it was really nice. Something similar happens with kids. If we interact with adults too long and we don't interact with children, we go insane. <laughs> yeah, Amelia has been Skyping with her friends. Oh, Not really cool. Skyping, more like texting. Or texting with her friends so but uh yeah that's uh that's what i've been doing to stay social also i have found uh that i still hate facebook <laughs> um but i have been on instagram more than i was before hmm, i just saw a message that so. said 
I just got a message. My whole thing went blue and it said back, obviously. Yes. That was Brian. That, uh, yes, because Brian went away for a minute that no one noticed because... I noticed. He, he said he had to go to the bathroom. Yes, I noticed it too. I meant audio-wise, though. No one noticed that he wasn't and here. And now the listeners are aware of the chat. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so she will learn eventually how it all works, Bray. Oh no, no, I, I, I don't mind at all. I, I, you know, we've brought up the chat before, and we haven't brought it up in a while, so it's, it's good that it came up. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. I've been on Instagram more because I have enjoyed. See, the thing that I like the most about Facebook is the thing that. I can do now without Facebook is Instagram. I like seeing pictures or videos that people post of fun things that they're doing. I don't want to look at all the drama. I hate drama in case anybody's noticed during the course of this. So, um, yeah, you know, that's what I've been doing. Happy hours with my uh, coworkers via chat and uh, Instagram and hanging out with my kid. I'm pretty sure I noticed that the day I was born. You notice what the day you were born? That you hate drama? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't think you understood the day you were born. I think I explained that to you later, but yeah. <laughs> All right, Bri. I want to uh, know what you're doing to not drive Heather nuts. What am I doing to not drive Heather nuts? <laughs> yeah. What, what are you cognitively doing to make sure that you're not driving her insane while you're stuck in the house together? Um, boundaries. That is the main thing. Um, I, so when Heather works, she works in the absolute other room. And if I am going to talk to her, I do so very sheepishly. Um, the, um, and she's doing the same thing for me. Like when I'm working, she'll, she'll ask me if I'm doing anything before she stops me. And, um, you know, cause we're both, we both get very hyper-focused in our work and, you know, an interruption can, can break that and it's not good. So we're, I, I, I think we've set pretty strong boundaries, but at, you know, at the same time, I think we enjoy the fact that our interruptions are each other instead of coworkers, like, um, you know, getting to hand off snacks to each other and stuff while we're working or um, being able to have lunch together. But I mean, even then it's like, Lunch at work is like alone time for me. So, and I think it's the same thing for Heather. So, you know, often when working from home, we'll still make our own lunches and have our own lunches. No, don't try to break our routine too much. Like for me, I prefer to take my lunch at the absolute last time I can. Kind of makes the day go by a little faster um, while our, while Heather takes her lunch a little early. Um so, you know, but I, I think the ultimate answer to that question is boundaries, is just staying out of each other's way, trying not to annoy each other too much during having to be at home and working. Um, but um, as far as spending time together, you know, like we've we're not really changing that um, We're we made a really strong decision to support one of our local restaurants so we we get takeout from there twice a week we're going to do that as long as we can afford to. Ooh, ooh, it's the thai place right yep yeah i thought so yeah that's some damn good food i'm the one who goes in there and um they're they've been pretty good i mean it's still a risk because they're still in contact with a lot of customers but they're being as careful as they can um the 
grocery shopping has been interesting because I've been having to bag my own groceries. Um, but yeah, as far as just making sure we don't drive each other nuts, like we've been housebound before. So now we're just forced to be housebound a little bit more and just we recognize when one of us might be getting a little bit more irritated because we're going a little stir crazy. And um, it's, it, you know, it's it's a journey. And, you know, we learn. Hey, OK, hold on. We have a we have a cat and dog confrontation. Um, I'm going to mute. Hi, Mama. OK, I'm back. <laughs> did Momo get my hello? I, I yeah. Yeah, she did. But right now. Oh, Send I got off the mute again because I have to clap my hands. Send Momo my Okay, pets. I'm back now. Please send Momo my pets and affection. Momo and Archie have a very strong sibling rivalry. And oh, we are very hard. We are v- working very hard to make sure the dog does not lose an eye because that is something that can happen. So we're we're working hard to keep them away from each other. I have to do that every time my dog sit Tucker. Um, Momo has made Archie bleed a couple of times, so we have to be very careful. Ooh, ouch. Yeah, it, it, we, it, we'll hear a yelp and then see a bloody ear. But, you know, the, the whole eye thing is a, a huge risk, and, you know, he can get infections if he gets cut, so. Um, he's loving the fact that we're home all the time. I bet. So is Sam. So is Sam. Um, so, um, I have, um... I have a um, question for um, Amoeba, but after that, um, when it's your turn, you can ask a question to anybody, and we'll just go in that order. Um, We'll just go in the same order, and I will keep track. So um, my question for you is – I didn't have one. (laughs) uh, Well, mostly because the last few things I was going to ask were – were answered in discussion. Um, what are you doing for exercise, Amoeba? Like, what are you doing to be active? Uh, that's classified. That oh, you're not. No, I no, am. She is. But that's classified information. I do not want to be arrested. Um. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, you're allowed to go out and exercise. Oh well, then me and Mom have been that's- taking a walk. That's legal. You're allowed to go for walks. You're allowed to go for walks either solo or with fit, with household members. Like for me, I've been walking the dog. Hmm. So, Uncle Brian, I've got a question for you. Okay. I can't I wait. You, I've been look- I figured you might know this, but I'm not sure. Where is Aunt Cindy? Did the Nerd Podcast Radio Interdimensional Portal take him there somewhere? Well, I'm looking at the readouts right now, and it has... It has data, but it's in lots of different locations, so I'm worried that he might have been dispersed again. We won't find we won't really find out until we get a signal from his comms. That may um, have been me dimension hopping. I can't wait to hear about that. We're gonna have to hear about that at the end. I would love to hear about where you ended up because we I you know, I mentioned at the beginning that the signal said that something happened with with Erica's DNA and someone else was sent. So we're going to have to, when we get to the end of the episode, we'll find out. So, um, wait, Brian, the Roddenberry compensators didn't, uh, didn't work this time. And he got dispersed again. The Roddenberry compensators looked like they were working, except that they were, they were thrown a, they were thrown a Shatner pause, which affected them. Uh Oh, that'll happen. Is that, 
caused by dimension hopping? I don't know. I'm I'm not entirely sure. We'll have to we'll have to extrapolate the data once we find out what happened with you. Yeah, where'd you so, go? We're gonna well, ask at the end of the episode oh. during the segment. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, but officer. We have to wait until we get to that section of content. Well, but, I can say I was apprehended by the by the portal TPA. I need to know more about that. We'll get there, damn it. <laughs> we will get there. David, yes. who do you have a question for and what is it? Oh, right. So we're doing a thing. Um, all right. Uh, it's actually kind of a question for everybody. What's your favorite board game? Amelia, what's mommy's favorite board game? Uh, last I checked, it was Clue. No, that's my second favorite. That's my favorite uh, board game. Uh, oh, Betrayal. That's right. All right. Which one? Uh, Haunted Hill or uh, uh, Baldur's Gate? Um, we have Haunted Hill. That was the first one. I actually got that the year Amelia was born. Oh, nice. Um, so I still have it. Have any of the expansions for it or just the main game? Uh, just the main game. And then we okay. got one. I can't remember what it's called, uh, but it's not Baldur's Gate. No. We have Baldur's Gate. We do. Yeah, but no, what's the what's the other one uh, we have? It's like uh, like the house remembers. So every single game you do changes oh, it, something. It's it's the the campaign version one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So every inner every game before affects the next game. It's like ancestors, ancestors, something yeah. I can't remember. The house stays the same too, right? Yeah, the house yeah. stays the same too. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, yeah. Betrayal is my favorite game. Good, Good job, one. kiddo. Thank you. Um, does this have to be a board game, or can a card game count? Uh, card games count. Okay, well, actually, the card game I, I have in mind is also technically a board game. Okay. Based off the layout of the cards, have, how they are. But yeah, there are several games like that. Wh- which one's yours? My favorite one is Uncle Brian got me this one. It's called Unstable Unicorn. Okay, I've heard of it. That's a lot of fun. Uncle Brian got it for me. I didn't get you Unstable no, Unicorn. No, he did not get wait, you that one. Wait, then who did? Me. Oh, my bad. I, I got Sorry, you Bears vs. Yeah, babies. You got me Bears vs. Babies, which I do also love. Nice. And I can't remember. Did you get me Exploding Kitten? No. Or did no, I? That was Mom. No, that yeah. was okay. Mom. I have okay, bought other so. people Exploding Kittens. Not the board game. Uh, <laughs> so I also, mom also got me the expansion pack, which is which is unstable unicorns and dragons. Nice. And I've also played bears versus babies, and I loved it. Her favorite for a long time was the zombie dice, though. Uh, but then we lost the dice. Yeah, she lost the dice. Amelia's not allowed to get in board games without supervision because she still hasn't figured out how to put everything back. Uh, I I have to say, I like Zombie Dice too, and I can't play it because I lost the dice. So uh, apparently, I need supervision as well. Well, we already do that. <laughs> yeah, I. You also can't leave pepperoni or chocolate unattended with me around, or vegetables. All right, uh, Brian, what's your favorite board game? Lords of Waterdeep. That's a really good game. It's a really good one. Never played it. I, I have. Um, yeah, me either, and I love Waterdeep. What, oh, it's so good. Here? It's a worker placement resource. So that's that's great. I've got the broken token inserts, which make a game a lot a lot easier to manage. Uh, but They're it's expensive. 
They are, but it was worth it in my opinion. I've got it for uh, the my fa- my favorite game, which is currently uh, Terraforming Mars. Uh, I've got the broken token inserts for that. It's, it makes that game amazing. But, you were explaining uh, the game, and I interrupted you. So Yes, Lords of Waterdeep is a resource management worker placement game where you are one of the Lords of Waterdeep that owns one of the factions in the city. And during your turn, you are sending out your lieutenants to gather uh, uh, fighters or rogues or priests or magicians to uh, mages to your tavern and then you're sending them out on quests or you're going to buildings and getting goods and do it. It's a really, really fun game. So the idea is, is yeah, you're one of the faction leaders and instead of being the guy that goes out on the quest, you're the guy in the tavern that gives out the quests. Oh, that sounds fun. It really is a cool game. Yeah. One, my so what favorite is the things broken... about this game. Go ahead. Well, one, my favorite thing about, well, I'll just tell you real quick. It's a it's a wooden insert that you can purchase. Yeah. that broken token is a company that makes in the game. Yeah, that makes bo- box inserts. So you take out everything that came in came in in the box, and then you put these wooden inserts in, and then it holds all the components and all the pieces and everything in a very specific way. Usually, it's done as a way to streamline things. Like they, for games that have lots of cards, they've got card holders, yeah. and in the case of terraforming Mars. They actually have real wooden trays to keep all of your uh, blocks and beads on, where normally the game just comes with a card, so they get moved around really easily. But anyway, uh, sorry, go ahead, Brian. Um, The thing I like about the game the most is it has a limited round. It has Mm -hmm. limited rounds. So the game is always going to take around the same amount of time. There's going to be variation because people can take longer in their turns, but there's a limit. So it's not like Monopoly. (laughs) It doesn't last forever. Yeah, after nine That's turns, good. game's over. Hmm. I and like it. This seems interesting. I've learned so many rules. things. It has different rules based on the number of players playing. So if you play it with two people, resources are limited, so the game goes quicker. If you play it with five people, the game goes quicker because it they change the rules. To, you get a, a certain number of resources depending on how many people are playing. Gotcha. And if you have the expansion, you can play it with six people. Yes. And the expansion adds corruption and other stuff, and it's really cool. It's it's fun. I have it. We just haven't played it yet. Oh, I've got it, too. It's great. The, the cool thing about the Broken Token for Lords of Waterdeep is it was made to include the expansion, so it all fits in one box. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I, you know, I might invest in that at some point. It's just it's expensive. No, it is, but... Yeah, I'm looking it, at it right now for Betrayal. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that's my favorite game. So, and I'm looking at it, and uh, it looks super cool. But my question is, does it all fit back in the box? Yes, it uh, it is designed to fit 100% in the box. It'll completely fill the box, which also helps they, keep, make the box keep shape so you don't have to worry about it getting crushed or anything because there's wood inside. Okay, that's, I'm looking at it. Does it, does it tell you how to fit it back in the box? Uh, yeah, there's a design. It shows you. It's also kind of intuitive when you take it all out and when you're putting it back in. A lot of times, it only goes back together one way. Okay, all right. I like this. This looks really cool. Yeah. But yeah, it's almost as expensive as the game. It's they they are a little expensive. $40. You have to put them together yourself. But other than, but otherwise, yeah, it, it comes as uh, laser cut wooden sheets. You have to punch the parts out and build them build it yourself. It comes with instructions. 
Oh, oh, I don't build things. That's not something I can do. No. They also sell tokens for Lords yes. of Waterdeep that are shaped like the adventurers instead of just little blocks. That's cool. Yeah. They also, instead of paper coins, they actually sell real coins. <laughs> for, especially for Lords of Waterdeep, they actually have the square and the moon-shaped coins in actual metal. Sounds cool. Yeah, this does look really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a cool, cool product. Yeah, they're a little pricey, but for some of the games, they're very, very well. Like uh, Terraforming Mars, like I said, that one is... It makes that game a lot more playable because with the paper mats they give you, your little cubes that keep track of all your stuff go move freely. But the broken token one, they're actual boards that have recessed holes for the cubes, so you can shake your board around and the cubes don't go anywhere. Okay, hold on. So you paid $76 for the Waterdeep game crate? No. Uh, well, the game crate is different. The game crate is actually a wooden box as well that comes with it. I think. Do I have to? Do I have to put that together too? Uh, yeah. If you get the yeah, you got to put it all together. Like I said, it all comes in wooden sheets. I think you can pay them to put it together for you, but then it co- they cost more and they cost more to ship. But mm. sorry, I'm I'm just absorbing this right now. Oh no worries, it's oh, a great it's company. So funny, it says Deepwater Storage Co. That's what it says on the box. That's that's funny. funny. That's well, funny. they can't they can't brand it Lords of Waterdeep. So they they just branded Deepwater, which is kind of cool. That is funny. I love it. All right. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. It's your your turn for a question, so. Oh, well, now I'm still stuck and absorbing this. Okay. Um, I got one for Amelia. (sighs) If you could do anything you wanted to do while you're stuck in the house, not what your favorite thing is to do, but anything you wanted to do, what would you do? Hmm. Any one thing, or can it be a plan? It can be a plan. Sounds fun. Well, first, I would raid all of your chocolate. Mm-hmm. Then I, then I would multitask, texting my friends and watching MatPat. That's it? And with we'll, a pillowcase filled with chocolate. I like that. <laughs> oh, I might also ransack all the money. What money? What are you going to use the money for? If you can't well, leave the apartment, if you can't leave the house. Obviously ordering a score bunny plush on Amazon. How do you order anything on Amazon I mean, with money? <laughs> I mean, Cinder Ace. Well, I'm going to find a way. I'd also order some, I'd also order a plush exotic butter and a Cinder Ace plush on Amazon. Look, if video games have taught us anything, the currency of the future is going to be either bottle caps or bullets. That's great. <laughs> Oh, I would also order a VR headset with help wanted. Okay. All right. That's exactly what I would do if I had free reign of the house. Oh, well, good to I just, know. I, I love the idea of her filling a pillowcase with chocolate and then and watching YouTube while chatting her friends. <laughs> it sounds like a dream for me when I was a kid, you know, like. <laughs> you right? So, yeah, mom. So don't leave me unattended. No, I don't leave you unattended. I know better. So, I mean, you know, while I attended, I have more respect. I'm respectful. I remember being a kid in the 90s. You used to talk. I used to talk on the phone with my friends for like two hours at a time. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I don't even, I mean, there are a few people that I can talk to like for hours and not realize it. Like you or uh, Rachel, my sister, Rachel. Um, 
But I don't have a lot to like say to a lot of people. I think I think most of it is like sharing funny things that I found or you know, like you can't I don't know. Also, I don't yes, for long periods of time on the phone. Also, I just real I just remembered something I did that's actually kind of that's actually kind of super nerdy. I was making myself a sandwich and I decided to carve some of my cheese to look like Bendy. Undertale? No, that's Bendy in the Ink Machine. Oh, I don't know that one. So I decided to make it look like, I made my cheese look like cartoon Bendy. Oh, look, Broken Token has a pandemic set too. Really? Yes, they do. They have them for a lot of video, a lot of board games. Yeah, I've never played Pandemic, so. Oh, it's such a good game. Broken it's Token. Games, it's one of those games that's really, really hard because it's no. a cooperative game. All the players are trying to beat the game. <laughs> I don't think we have to play that game anymore. <laughs> nah, I think we're all uh, playing that game now. If you want to see it played, uh, they pl- uh, Will Wheaton and his crew played it on an episode of Tabletop. We are literally living in that game right now. That is yep. very wise, Amelia. That is very wise. So we are done with our topic, and I just have to know. So the 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 control panel is going crazy on this thing because it doesn't. I don't think it understands the transdimensional portal. I don't think it understands what happened. So I'm going to start with Erica. It was supposed to send you somewhere. I'm I was under aware. Do you do you have any understanding of what happened? Oh, uh, no. All I know is I got a vacation this week, uh, so things have been great. Um, yeah. No, I'm good. What, I have what no do you mean idea. your vacation? Do you mean vacation from what? From getting shipped somewhere. Oh, oh, okay. I, yeah. I, 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 Amoeba, do you have any understanding of what happened? I was actually the one who was shipped. Uh, I probably Erica, got confused because we're did so Did you similar. notice that your child was gone? Uh, anytime your kid gets quiet, you realize something's amiss. But since she's been sucked into YouTube in a room, I was just like, meh. So anyways, I really enjoyed myself. First, I went to this dimension full of dragons and I tamed myself a dragon. Okay. What happened to the dragon when you left? Uh, it kind of just, it it, it just there still. Okay. Don't worry, I left it with plenty of food. And then what happened? And then I went into a Minecraft timeline, and I conquered the whole world and the dimensions inside of that. And then I was apprehended. And then I was apprehended by the interdimensional by the in, by the portal TPA. Okay. Portal there TPA is, are the worst. I I am starting to really get concerned here because you know your mom. Didn't notice you were gone. And then the portal CPA got involved. CPA. How come no one's in trouble? I mean, your mom is still here. Oh, I mean, I was, I was actually in trouble. Oh, you were in trouble for going, for going, for using a transdimensional portal. I would think. No, I was in trouble for that. I was in trouble for transporting weapons. Wait, what? (laughs) You were, you, so. Go way to bury the lead. You get a hold of our advanced technology. And you use it for arms dealing? (laughs) You know, I expect that kind of thing from Anthony. (laughs) Okay, yes, I did use it to smuggle interdimensionally illegal goods. 
All right. Well, what I'm is it that is interventionally awe. illegal so that I know not to carry it with me next time I get sent somewhere? Uh, well, apparently. Oh, and the TPA caught me with my diamond sword. A diamond sword from yes. where? I, the I, you know, dimension. My the Minecraft, Minecraft dimension. You know the the Minecraft timeline I conquered. That you know, that's an interesting thing. I actually do have a question about. None of us have traveled to the Minecraft dimension before. When you travel to the Minecraft dimension, does it change you? Like, are you yourself in in your own <laughs> dimensions, or do you become a Minecraft version of yourself? You become a Minecraft version of yourself. Interesting. Oh. Interesting. I mean, I, I know we've gone to animated places before, and we're animated when we go there, so it makes sense that we would take the form that the dimension decides for us. And so, I also went into the Pokemon dimension. Is this where you went when you took the diamond sword? Uh, Well, that was where I got caught by the interdimensional... That's where I got caught by Portal TPA. The portal, they, they, they seem very they seem very active in the Pokemon dimension, apparently. I'd never even heard of this organization, but, you know, I'm not a kid. Apparently, the portal CPA is more TPA. concerned with, they're more concerned with. It's oh, TPA, bro. I was thinking it was the Child Protective Agency, not the Transportation <laughs> Agency. It's the Transportation That's Agency. That's what I was concerned for Erica. Um, that makes a lot more sense. I just... You know, we've gotten up to a lot of hijinks with the portal and over time, and they've left us alone. But apparently when a kid gets involved, they jump all over it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and I was apprehended. And How I, long were you apprehended? I don't know. I, mean, I, think I, spent, I think I may have spent like a few years in that dimension, like dimensional years. The time okay. was different. So I spent a few years there Wow. for smuggling illegal goods. Yeah, prison sucks, doesn't it? Erica, are you with I us? I was wondering. I was wondering how she knew so much about weapons all of a sudden. Curious. <laughs> I I really wanted to hear some of the input from the mom, hearing about all of a sudden your child goes into another dimension and goes on this adventure. I mean, you don't even seem mad at us for this happening. <laughs> oh no! I mean, well, she kind of brought it on herself. I so. also. I was also caught with a gun from Doom. Yeah. So, so, so you, I got a call. You didn't get accidentally from, set. Well, I got a call from the TPA that this had occurred. And due to the time flux difference, you know, she had a lot more time over there than I anticipated. And I ended up getting her a really good attorney and she got off with just a warning. But, you know, going forward, she knows she can't take weapons in between dimensions. So, all in all, I think it worked out for the best. I mean, I also had a crossbow, and I stole Diva's gun. Yeah, she still ended up bringing Diva's gun back. She still has that one. Nice. Oh, yeah, I love it. I, I've i been wondering about that, because Nerd Podcast Radio recently got a bill from Phoenix Wright. <laughs> we did? And I've been, wonder I've, I've been curious about what that was all about. Oh, well, I mean... He did a really great job getting her off. So, I mean, is, is he's that the best why attorney out calls? there. Is that why I was getting calls from Harvey Birdman? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, he kept he kept asking whether or not we we were satisfied with our legal service. I didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah, yeah. And, and we were. I mean, Phoenix did a great job. 
But yeah, Brian, you're going to have to end up paying that bill since it was your trans-dimensional portal that started this mess. Well, the patriot, the patriots will have to pay it. <laughs> Great. Your support oh, I... dollars going to a good place to keep children out of extra-dimensional jail. <laughs> and I also may or may not have committed... Hey, you can't confess to... Nope. No. no confessing to crimes. Because even though you got off with one crime, they can hold you accountable for another. And Uh-oh. we have and we have content for the Patreon because yes. you, the Patreon is a protected space where you can talk about anything. Yes, they have to get through the oh, paywall. <laughs> so I am I am very impressed with your journey, Amelia. I'm I'm really starting to wonder if you tampered with our portal and made this happen rather than being an actual accident. Uh, I also engineered a key so that I can access it from anywhere. Brian, time to change the password. There's a password? Yes. <laughs> well, the key... Well, Apparently the key you works. saved it to your desktop. <laughs> well, the key will work no matter what the password is. Not if I change the lock. Um, well, the lock is actually, it, it has something to do with the key itself. And I have the key hidden in the top secret location. So uh, I can well, access it don't from Don't worry, any- guys. I've, I've already re-encrypted the key to work with my bio and oh, not cool. her bio. Okay. So she- no, you haven't, Mom. That was, the, that was actually a dud key. <laughs> I, was- I, you know... That was actually a a fake key because I knew you would do that. I think that we are stuck with Amoeba using our portal whenever she wants. And we're going to have to we're going to have to figure out how to deal with this. But, you know, this is the end of our show. So we're definitely going to need to hear continuing adventures of Amoeba in the interdimensional portal. (laughs) I I, I, I'm sorry, Erica. I I think I think she's in charge of it now. Yay! I can also. <laughs> Brian, do not give her admin access. Do not give her admin are, access. I already gave myself admin access. Damn it! <laughs> and I can prevent other people from using the interdimensional portal. Well, this was a fantastic episode where we got to explore how we deal with being inside, and we find out when the mind of a teenager has access to extra dimensional technology. But for now, I have been Super Vegan Brian and was joined by. David Theobald III. Bye, everybody. Cursey Smurf Erica. Bye, guys. And our special guest, Interdimensional Amoeba. Bye, guys. Um, No promises I'm not committing any more space-time crimes. Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. And keep Phoenix right on retainer. (laughs) Him and better call Saul. Uh, um, um, Amoeba, say goodbye. Brian, don't you dare cut her off. Is she going to uh, say goodbye? I already did. Oh, I didn't no, hear it. No promises on not.